Bobby Cohen is back, and his show is Takeover Talk. And here is Bobby Cohen. Thank you to all my listeners. It is Monday, May 6th, 2019, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is another live power hour of Takeover Talk. I'm your host, Bobby Cohen. I welcome all my listeners here in the United States, as well as those worldwide. Our focus will be to assist you in acquiring the most current and comprehensive information on potential public takeovers in the U.S. capital markets. Remember, remember, I'm just guiding you to this information. You need to do your own due diligence before buying or selling any stock. M&A, which is the acronym for mergers and acquisitions, is unpredictable. And it's usually not, not in the best interest to acquire stocks solely because rumors are percolating. You have to like it as a standalone company as well. Okay, like I mentioned, today is Monday, May 6, 2019, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is another live power hour of Takeover Talk. I'm your host, Bobby Cohen. Takeovers are alive and well. If you would like details on how to receive three months of unlimited email access to me, Bobby Cohen, please drop me an email now at takeovertalk at AOL.com. That's right. If you would like details on how to receive three months of unlimited email access to me, Bobby Cohen, please drop me an email now at takeovertalk at AOL.com. Also, to all my listeners worldwide, you can also follow me on Twitter at Takeover Talk. That's correct. To all my listeners worldwide, you can follow me now on Twitter, and that is at Takeover Talk. Okay. Uh, let's get right into it. Um, make sure you got a pen, piece of paper. I got a bunch of names that, uh, and symbols that I plan on, uh, uh, discussing today, uh, identifying potential takeover targets. 
because that is what I do. That is what I do. It is my, my job, my job is to identify potential takeover targets. And I will not abandon my post, okay? That's my job. And I will not abandon my post. So let's get right into it. A name that I have mentioned over the last couple weeks in the oil patch, um, Carrizo Oil and Gas, Symbol, Charlie, Robert, Zebra, Oscar. Stock trades currently around $11.50. The 52-week high of Carrizo is $31.57, and the 52-week low is $9.67. And like I mentioned, Carrizo is currently trading at $11.50. So why am I mentioning Carrizo Oil and Gas? I am because today... Carrizo Oil and Gas gets an activist shareholder. That's right. An activist shareholder is now in Carrizo Oil and Gas. Lion Point Capital. That is correct. Lion Point Capital this morning disclosed a 6.3% active stake in Carrizo Oil and Gas. Like I said, the symbol is Charlie Robert Zebra Oscar saying a merger combination with another operator could materially benefit shareholders. The hedge fund says a combination could increase the size and scale of Carrizo's Permian Basin operations, enhance the company's cash flow through overhead and operational cost savings, reduce Carrizo's leverage profile to improve valuation and reduce, reduce risk, and facilitating a detailed strategic review to improve focus on core assets, including through potential spinoffs or divestitures. Okay, Lion Point believes Carrizo shares are undervalued and represents an attractive investment opportunity. Okay, what I take away from this is that this activist shareholder could be putting could be putting Carrizo oil and gas in play. We already know the Permian Basin is a hot M&A spot. As just recently, as with the bidding war that just that's going on between Occidental Petroleum and Chevron in reference to Anadarko. Also in the Permian. So, so I'd be remiss if I did not mention Carrizo Oil and Gas again today, since they since since they have an activist shareholder with a six point three percent stake, and you never know when an activist shareholder gets involved. So, Carrizo Oil and Gas. An activist shareholder, stocks trading at around $11.50. Again, the 52-week high is $31.57. So 
So, if Carissa Oil and Gas would catch a M&A bid, okay, what could it go for? I don't know, but maybe, maybe $20. Maybe, maybe $25. Maybe, maybe even $30. Again, the 52-week high is 31 and change. So anything, anything is possible. But, you know, the Permian Basin seems to be a hot spot. If you were to go fishing, where would you put your, your rod? You'd want to put it in a spot where there's plenty of fish. Well, I don't know. The Permian Basin, Basin seems to be pretty hot. There could be plenty of fish in there. So, so Carrizo Oil and Gas, a name that I had mentioned with many others over the last couple, three weeks, I'd identified it as a potential takeover target. Seems to be catching some tailwind now. Okay, could be catching some tailwind with the activist shareholder Lion Point taking a 6.3% stake in it. Okay, so that was Carrizo Oil and Gas. I received an email from a listener in Sweden, and it was James from Sweden was asking me, over and above him saying that he loves the show, Wants to know when we're going to be on TV. Well, James, um, thank you for your good wishes. I do not know when I'm going to be on TV. Hopefully sooner than later. Okay. But again, thank you very much for those, for those good wishes. And James's question from Sweden was, uh, he has not seen much M&A activity in the stock brokerage space as of late. Uh, broker dealers he met and he wanted to know if there were any names that looked like there could be some M&A activity or some chatter in that space well I, I did you know I did some homework James I did do some homework in reference to the stock brokerage space and you are correct you know, it hasn't been much, you know, M&A activity in reference to public companies recently. But, you know, a name that I believe everyone knows if you're active in the stock market is E-Trade. And uh, the symbol of E-Trade is Eddie Tom Frank Charlie. Now, E-Trade's currently trading at $50 a share. You know, I had to go back to September 19th, 2018, James, and I found a very good Schaefer's Investment Research report. And the headline back then, again, it's you know less than a year ago, was E-Trade stock pops. After investment bank Jeffries says buy, and uh, really to 
to get into, you know, to just to get into the meat of the of the research, it mentioned the online investment firm, which is E-Trade, could fetch $70 per share, according to the analyst. Um, yeah, unbelievable. That would be, the stock's at $50. So I did the simple math that, you know, that would be an approximate 40% premium to where E-Trade is currently trading at. Uh, that's right. They mentioned that, you know, a potential buyout bid could fetch as much as $70. Wow. That's unbelievable. So, again, James from Sweden, I don't have much detail Except I found an article dated, again, September of 2018 from the, you know, the uh, quoting a Jeffries and Company analyst, a very good investment bank, uh, stating that they believe, they believe, Jeffrey, uh, excuse me, Jeffries believes that E-Trade, the online broker could fetch could fetch up to $70 a share in a potential M&A transaction so James in Sweden and everybody else listening worldwide please add E-Trade symbol Eddie Tom Frank Charlie, to your radar screen as a potential takeover target. Uh, another email I received was from Frank in Montana. Frank was focusing on M&A in the bank space, knowing that, you know, a few months ago there was some M&A in the banking sector. And Frank wanted to know if there was a short list of other banks that I could identify as potential, potential takeover targets. Well, Frank from Montana, I didn't have to go too far. I found a CNBC February 7th, 2019 article. And uh, it says bank investors are looking everywhere for the next mega deal with one wrinkle. Uh, it was a very good CNBC article. And uh, again, it is dated February 7, 2019, uh, with a so-called merger of equals like BB&T SunTrust deal. Banks tend to pay more reasonable valuation premiums 
making it more likely the transaction will pay off. Speculation has gone through the roof that there will be more merges of equals to follow. Okay, this was an analyst, a bank analyst and partner at Autonomous Research. Now, the four companies, he mentions, just so you know, this analyst mentions four banks. So, again, everybody, jot these four banks down. Regions, symbol Robert Frank, trades at around $15.50. Citizens, symbol Charlie Frank George, trades at approximately $36.60. Comerica, symbol Charlie Mary Apple, Comerica trades at approximately $77.80. And last but not least, a name that there's been plenty of chatter on is Fifth Third. Symbol Frank Ida Tom Boy trades at around $28.80. So this was a very, very informative article. Uh, and actually believing that there could be additional uh, banks facing uh, deal speculation to come. So I would be remiss if I did not mention uh, those four names. And uh, uh, it's just, you know, just, you know, just just to mention in the article, it says analysts have long speculated that smaller banks needed to join forces to scale up their technology budgets as consumer consumer preferences shift to mobile devices, but deals haven't been happening. Completed bank merges totaled $19.7 billion last year, the lowest in more than two decades, okay? So, again... You know, whether or not the BB&D SunTrust deal, the biggest since the 2008 financial crisis, marks the beginning of a wave of consolidation depends on the human element. Okay? Can potential CEO partners set aside their egos for the greater good? So, again, uh, I did want to mention... Those four names uh, as potential, potential takeover targets in the banking sector. Frank from Montana, again, uh, let me mention the four with their symbols so you could jot them all down. Regions, symbol Robert Frank. Citizens, Charlie Frank George. Comerica. Charlie, Mary, Apple, and Fifth Third, Frank, Ida, Tom, Boy. Okay. Uh, To all my listeners worldwide, if you would like details on how to receive three months of 
unlimited email access to me, Bobby Cohen. Uh, you could all drop me an email now at takeovertalk at AOL.com. That's right. If you would like details on how to receive three months of unlimited email access to me, drop me an email now at takeovertalk at AOL.com, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed if you take this three-month special subscription. Uh, Also, to all my listeners worldwide, you can now follow me on Twitter, and that's at TakeOverTalk. That's correct. Uh, You can now follow me on Twitter, and that's at Takeover Talk. Um, A couple other names that I wanted to mention to you that I had mentioned in the past. Um, A low-priced name that I have mentioned a few times, believe it or not, was Avon Products. AVP, Adam Victor Paul. And as I always mention, you know, you, you know, you have to, you know, you have to like companies first as a standalone. And then if there is some takeover chatter, Consider that some real tailwind. And I am aware that um, D.A. Davidson, the fine investment bank, just raised Avon's 2019 EBITDA, uh, which has to do with their earnings, by 20%. That, you know, I came across my desk this morning. And I felt that I, you know, I did want to mention that to everyone. And they were boosting their price target on Avon to $4.75. Now, keep in mind, Avon is currently trading at $3. Uh, There has been plenty, plenty of takeover chatter on this name. So, you know, the... Uh, numbers that I have heard uh, as a potential takeover target, I hear as low as like $4.80 to as high as $8.75. I know you could, you know, it's a wide gap. You could drive a truck between those two numbers. So I ask all my listeners to do your own due diligence on Avon products, but it's always nice to see uh, an upgrade in numbers, especially by an investment bank who uh, seems to have their finger on the pulse in this space. So, again, I would be remiss if I did not mention Uh, the D.A. Davidson research report, and uh, they were upgrading their EBITDA numbers on Avon, 
and it came across my desk this morning. Uh, it is a speculative situation, an inexpensive, a low-priced stock trades at $3. So, you know, please continue to do your homework on Avon products. And again, I think I had mentioned many months ago, you know, this used to be Avon products used to be a high flyer uh, many, many years ago. Um, you know, I, I think I remember it used to trade twenty twenty five dollars uh, There's no doubt that, um, you know, when I was probably a child and I'm 58 years old, uh, it was probably a much bigger number in reference to price. But, you know, again, that was then, this is now, and we're looking at a $3 number. And uh, like I had mentioned to all my listeners worldwide, uh, there has been plenty of chatter on this name. So, you know, continue to put Avon products on your radar screen. Um, a new name that I did want to mention to all my listeners worldwide, a stock that's extremely volatile. It's many listeners may know the name. It's called iRobot. And the symbol is Ida Robert Boy Tom iRobot's trading uh, at approximately $100 a share. The 52-week low is approximately $60. The 52-week high is approximately $133. Um, I found a very good January 17, 2019 Investor, um, a uh, investorplace.com article. And the headline of the Investor Place article was Seven Companies Apple Should Consider Buying. Well, I'm just going to fast forward the article to the last company that is mentioned. In the article, and yes, it is iRobot, symbol Ida Robert Boy Tom, and it says, going back to the Apple needs a breakthrough hardware product theme, a less expensive way to accomplish this than buying Tesla, the article goes on to say, is to buy iRobot. Now, when this article was written, iRobot had a market cap. It was a $2 billion company market cap. Now it's a little bit under $3 billion. So the market cap has gotten a bit more pricey, but it says iRobot is known for its robotic vacuum cleaners, Roomba. Roomba has been a huge success for iRobot. As the robotic vacuum market has gradually gained traction over the past several years, and this has powered big gains in revenues, profits, and the stock. 
But Apple isn't interested in a robotic vacuum cleaner. The article goes on to say that's too small of a product to move the needle. But Apple should be interested in the entire consumer robotic space. For iRobot, robotic vacuum cleaners are just the tip of the iceberg. Over the next several years, you will see robotic lawnmowers, robotic window cleaners, robotic car washes, robotic chefs, so and so forth. In sum, all these consumer robotic products provide a huge long-term opportunity. If Apple were to couple its resources and experience with iRobotics leadership position in this market, the two could create could create an immensely valuable consumer robotic company with multiple multiple breakthrough automation products that become household norms over the next several years. And it finishes off by saying, overall, iRobot is an attractive acquisition target for Apple, okay? Because Apple could gain entry into what could be a very large consumer robotics market that is still in the early stages of hockey stick growth. Wow, that's interesting. And that was iRobot, symbol Ida Robert Boy Tom. Uh, this article uh, makes a case for iRobot possibly getting taken over by Apple Computer. Interesting, you know? Very, very interesting. Okay. Um, another name that I had mentioned not too long ago is a company in the biotech space, specifically in gene therapy, a company called Sarepta Therapeutics. Uh, this is a name, Sarepta uh, that's in biotech, and to get granular, is more into gene therapy. Their symbol is Sam Robert Paul Tom. Stock currently trades at around $118.50. Uh, Sarepta, you know, I found a very good May 2nd, a very recent article, a market market uh, watch article it says these three six these six I'm sorry these six biotech stocks are promising takeover targets and of course I want to make reference to Sarepta Therapeutics uh, that is mentioned in you know in this uh, in this article um, again, keep in mind, gene therapy companies have been popular buyout targets, uh, which was noted by a BARD, the investment bank BARD, uh, an invest, uh, a biotech analyst there. Uh, this interest in gene therapy companies makes sense. The, um, 
uh, the analyst mentions, because their products can command large price tags, and regulators favor these names right now. You know, you got to keep in mind also, for example, Spark Therapeutics, a gene therapy company, believe it or not, uh, had jumped 105% in February after a takeover announcement, okay? So uh, that space seems to be um, robust right now, the gene therapy space. So I, I would be remiss if I did not mention Sarepta Therapeutics. Um, also, I had mentioned I had been getting some very good direction and color from my new friends on Twitter, who I have to tell you, who are extremely passionate about Sarepta Therapeutics. Now, uh, you know, who could be the usual suspects? Uh, who could be a potential acquirer of uh, Sarepta? Uh, maybe Gilead? Okay. Uh, how about Pfizer? Maybe Novartis. Novartis, I'm sorry. Maybe Roche Holdings. And maybe, maybe Biogen. So, um, and if there was to be a takeout, what could Sarepta fetch if there was to be a bid? I don't know, maybe $200? Maybe $220? Maybe $240? Again, my new friends on Twitter who follow Sarepta, I have to tell you, they're passionate. They think it's worth more than $240 in a, uh, in a potential M&A uh, transaction. All I can say is this. To all my listeners, do your homework on this name. I believe at this moment, this second, they do have one drug that is approved for a uh, for a gene therapy uh, treatment, uh, but uh, from what I read, they have a very 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 active pipeline. So please put Sarepta Therapeutics on your radar screen. S R P T. Uh. That was Sarepta. Another name that I wanted to mention, I think a name that many people are aware of, uh, they had very good earnings last week, is Shake Shack, symbol S-H-A-K. This is the hamburger chain. And uh, Shake Shack uh, currently trades at approximately uh, $59.50. The 52-week high of Shake Shack is $70, and the 52-week low is approximately $40.50. They seem to be hitting on all eight cylinders recently. 
like I mentioned, the earnings report came out last week, and to me, to me, it seemed like it was an earnings beat on both the top and bottom line. And uh, like I mentioned, it seems like this company could be firing on all eight cylinders. I had to go back, believe it or not. I found a dated, now a July 13, 2016. So that's almost three years it's dated. So keep that in mind. It's an InvestorPlace.com article. Okay? And the article says Shake Shack. Shack stock pops. This was back then on McDonald's Corp buyout chatter. So um, this investor place article, it is a dated article, like I mentioned, that had been talk that um, McDonald's might be might be interested in acquiring the fast casual chain. Okay, and. Uh, the article starts off by saying it's hard not to see why McDonald's would want Shake Shack and then and thus easily to start chatter on the subject. Uh, McDonald's needs more than its all-day breakfast menu and various tests in small markets around the United States to continuously spur growth. Now, again, that was then. This is now. So, uh, I don't know. I just felt that, you know, I wanted to mention this name, and uh, I was able to get my arms around a dated article. And again, like I always mention, you know, even though it's dated, you never know, sometimes past is prologue, uh, you know, which means that the past is a preface, which is an introduction to the future. And, you know, you just never know. So, um, you know, please. Uh, put Shake Shack, the symbol S-H-A-K, put Shake Shack on your uh, radar screen. And, you know, do your due diligence on this name as well. Uh, also, I, I did want everyone to know that oftentimes I think Shake Shack in the past, I don't know how long ago, but I think it was a few years ago, um, they did a secondary offering. Uh, you never know if the stock trades better. Now, and there is no M&A, uh, you know, if, if there's no M&A on this name, you know, this company may decide to do another secondary offering and possibly raise some more money for expansion. So, you know, sometimes that puts a, a wet blanket on things in the short run. But rest assured, uh, from that earnings report, to me, it looked like, and from what other people, it looked like an earnings beat on both top and bottom line. And it seemed like, you know, on a going forward basis, uh, like I had mentioned before, they seem to be firing on all eight cylinders. Okay. Uh, next company I wanted to mention is a small, small oil and gas company also I believe in that Permian Basin area a company it is a low price stock 
and it is extremely speculative. Uh, it's Halcon Resources, symbol Harry King. That's right, Halcon Resources. It is a low price stock, trades at around approximately a dollar twenty five. That's right, one point two five, a dollar twenty five. It is speculative, so please keep that in the back of your mind when you're doing your homework on this name. The fifty two it trades at approximately a dollar twenty five. The fifty two week high on Halcon resources is uh five dollars and eighty nine cents. And the 52-week low, which it looks like it's almost kissing here now, is $1.17. Um, the reason why I'm mentioning this name is over and above, you know, to me, which, you know, it seems like the, you know, the oil patch seems to be heating up here right now, especially in the or close to the Permian Basin area in the United States. I noticed there was an activist shareholder uh, called Fit Tree Capital, and they acquired a 7.2% stake in Halcon Resources. Um, and, you know, they had been pushing the company to pursue strategic alternatives, uh, you know, possibly meaning, you know, obviously to enhance shareholder value. Uh, I did, I believe over the last week or two, um, this activist shareholder group made nice with the management of Halcon Resources, but I still believe that with this activist shareholder involved in Halcon Resources, you know, this could be this could be a potential MA play. I went back, believe it or not, and uh I did, you know, I found an article, believe it or not, that a Motley Fool article that is dated January 23rd of 2018. And so it is, you know, it is over a year, but I did want to, I did want to mention this to you. Um, and of course... They mention Halcon Resources, and it says, sticking with the Permian theme, Halcon Resources, which is the symbol HK, is another potential buyout candidate. While the company sank into bankruptcy during the oil downturn, it has since reemerged and shifted its focus to the Permian after selling off its assets in the Eagleford and Bakken regions over the past year. Um, there was a, believe it or not, a, um, uh, I have a contact, a very smart gentleman who brought this name to my attention. And all, and, and all, this, all this gentleman just said, Bobby, you know, do your homework. You know, this might be, might be a potential M&A play. And um, I picked up, you know, where he dropped it off, and he dropped it off in my hands, and that's kind of the reason why I'm mentioning Halcon Resources. Um, uh, this gentleman, uh, I asked him what his thought process was, 
in reference to what he thought Halcon could fetch in a potential um, uh, in a potential M and A transaction. Uh, he believed it could fetch close to up to five dollars. So again, this stock's trading at a dollar twenty-five. The article I mentioned, it's a little bit over a year, mentions Halcon as a potential takeover target, uh, just did not mention price at all. So, you know, I just would want everyone, it is a speculative, very speculative situation. Um, so you got to do your homework, do your due diligence on this name. But again, if if the oil patch continues to to stay hot here um you know nothing should surprise you should surprise my listeners to potential MA that may come out of um, the oil patch especially in the uh, Permian basin so that was hk uh halcon resources so again speculative but uh definitely put this name on your radar screen. Um, continuing with a uh, oil and gas theme, uh, another name, it is a much bigger name, I wanted to talk to my listeners worldwide, was uh, ConocoPhillips. Um, the symbol is Charlie Oscar Paul, COP. Stock currently trades at $61.00. And 75 cents. Uh, again, this is a uh, another opportunity in the oil patch. Uh, the 52-week high of Conoco is approximately $82.24. The 52-week low is $56.75. Uh, I found an article, again, a, a recent article, in May of... Uh, May 1st, believe it or not, of 2019 on Conoco. It was an InvestorPlace.com article. And the article, the headline of the article is, Is Conoco Phillips stock in the M&A hot seat? Again, you know, especially with what's going on with Anadarko, meaning first we had Chevron making a bid, and now Oxy comes over the top with a higher bid. Um, you know, there's a lot of speculation that, you know, we are in the early innings, closer to the early innings and the later innings in, uh, in M&A activity in the oil patch, especially in the Permian Basin. So please put ConocoPhillips stock, you know, on your radar screen. Uh, as we all know, that Conoco is a big energy exploration and production player around the world as well. And, uh, you know, this is also referred to as the upstream part of the oil business. And right now, you know, I have to tell you, things look good for upstream stocks like uh, ConocoPhillips. The symbol is Charlie Oscar Paul. So, uh, you know, who possibly, again, I, you know, uh, the article doesn't mention this, but I'm throwing this out there to all my listeners worldwide. You know, 
who could, who has the bandwidth to possibly acquire a company such as, you know, ConocoPhillips? Uh, again, you know, the usual suspects come to, you know, come to mind. Uh, maybe ExxonMobil, uh, maybe Chevron, uh, maybe uh, British Petroleum, uh, even, you know, maybe Royal Dutch Shell. And how about this? I don't know. How about Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway? I believe, you know, they have a history in reference to oil and gas. I know that uh, they just made a $10 billion commitment to Oxy uh, for their purchase, uh, to use it as, as their war chest uh, to purchase um, Anadarko. So, you know, again, uh, nothing should surprise you. Uh, when you wake up in the morning and you turn on the TV, you turn on the computer, you turn on the radio, again, this is, you know, this is M&A. This is takeovers. Nothing should surprise you. Uh, that's why, again, I love what I do here. It's my job. It's Bobby Cohen's job to identify potential takeover targets uh, to all my listeners worldwide. So I can only hope that my listener base continues to grow. Um, and make sure when you're listening, you always come handy with a pen and piece of paper. Because these are, you know, I give you a bunch of names, you know, to jot down. you got to do your own homework on these names. Okay? So, again, I mentioned who could possibly, who could possibly, you know, have the bandwidth to take over a company the size of ConocoPhillips. Uh, wow. I said maybe Exxon, maybe Chevron, maybe BP, which is British Petroleum. Maybe Royal Dutch Shell, and again, maybe even Warren Buffett or Berkshire Hathaway. And if they, and if it was to catch a bid, if if it was to catch a bid, what is somebody willing to pay for it? I don't know. The stock's currently trading. I you know I think at around uh, what did I mention? Sixty one dollars and seventy five cents. Maybe a hundred dollars. Maybe a hundred and ten dollars. Maybe even $120. It's an interesting situation. That was a good read, I have to tell you. That was a very good, that was a very, very good article in reference to, uh, um, you know, the Investor Place May 1st, 2019 article. Uh, article. That says, is ConocoPhillips stock in the M&A hot seat? Okay. Uh, if you would like details on how to receive three months of unlimited email access to me, Bobby Cohen, um, yeah, please drop me an email now. Uh, you drop me an email now at takeovertalk at AOL.com. That's right. If you would like details on how to receive... Uh, my three-month special subscription, you get unlimited email access to me for three months. Um, yeah, drop me off an email now at takeovertalk at AOL.com. Uh, also, to all my listeners worldwide, you can now follow me on Twitter. That's right. You can now follow me on Twitter, and that's at takeovertalk. Okay? So, uh I'm looking forward to uh, 
new followers on Twitter, and that's at Takeover Talk. Uh, another name that I had mentioned many times before that I just wanted to bring up again, it's in the biotech space. Um, this is a stock that has approximately, already has two FDA-approved drugs. It's called Portola Pharmaceuticals, symbol Paul Tom Larry Apple, PTLA. I have mentioned this name numerous times before. Stock currently trades at around $36. Um, it has been trading well over the last few weeks. The um, the stock is just, you know, it, it, the stock, the 52-week high is $45.60. The 52-week low is $14.81. And like I said, it's currently trading at around 36 now, I do believe we're going to be, be able to get much more color in reference to what's going on with Portola and um, the uh, their sales cycle of their two drugs. Uh, they, uh, I believe their earnings are due out sometime this week. So it will be an interesting read in reference to uh, combing through their earnings report. But again, you know, it's a company that, you know, there has been plenty of rumors over the years in reference to Portola PTLA being a potential takeover target. And uh, I found a very interesting read, a good mention, a January 5th, 2019 uh, Reddit.com article. That's Reddit.com, January 5th, 2019. And it's, um, believe it or not, the, uh, the mention gets right to the point. Uh, the headline is why Johnson & Johnson should acquire Portola Pharmaceuticals, a potential biotech M&A. So... Um, you know, this article goes on to mention that J&J, you know, has approximately $16 billion in cash and cash equivalents, an additional $3.3 billion in marketable securities. So, uh, you know, the author of this piece definitely believes that J&J has the bandwidth to take over a company, you know, such as Portola. Now, uh, the article mentions that a buyout could fetch anywhere from $57 to $74. Now, I know that's a big difference. And like I always mention, you could drive a truck through that. But still, you are looking at a $36 stock. (laughs) And even at the lowest valuation, which they put at $57, it would still be a handsome premium to where Portola is currently trading. Um, Other articles that I have read in the past kind of, you know, I believe it or not, have put 
uh, the number uh, to where Portola could get bought out closer to $75. So uh, that would even be a, uh, a, 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 a handsome premium to where it's currently trading. I would say, yeah, if you do the simple math, that'd be a, you know, over 100% to where it's currently trading. Again, that's just speculation. Uh, but I, again, it's been trading well. They have a couple drugs that are already approved by the FDA. So, you know, it takes, it takes some of the risk out of a, uh, uh, an early stage biotech, um, you know, considering they already have a couple drugs uh, to market. So uh, uh, please continue to put Portola Pharmaceuticals on your radar screen, symbol Paul, Tom, Larry, Apple. And I know that I have been, you know, mentioning that name uh, quite a few times uh, over the last uh, few months. Um, Also, I did want to mention to all my listeners worldwide that, this hour show on BBS Radio Takeover Talk, which is every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and again, which goes for an hour, can now be heard on both YouTube and iHeartRadio, and as well as in approximately 36 countries worldwide. So you know, again, uh, crumbs make a cake. We are uh, we're slowly getting you know getting you know getting takeover talk out there, and uh, you know I, I have to tell you you know it's an honor. It really is. It's an honor to serve to serve all my listeners worldwide. Okay, and, and again, rest assured, I will not abandon my post. Okay, I know what you expect from me. Okay, and my relationship with my listeners is the highest level of special. Well, again, wow, this hour flew. If you would want to contact me, please shoot me off an email at takeovertalk at AOL.com. That's right. If you would want to contact me, please shoot me off an email at TakeoverTalk at AOL.com. Again, it's an honor to serve all my listeners worldwide. Thank you all for joining me today. Bye-bye.